home really compared to many of the other contenders. Draper wants to put an end to all this. Hands it over to Guelphie. Draper wants it back. The brush off. Runs into space. Outside of the boot. And tossed him. He sliced him. He diced him. As if we were ever going to start with anything else. Sammy Draper. It, it, was, it was just always going to happen, wasn't it? He had that in him. He's the kind of guy that would take it from the ruck, give one handball, get it back and check side it from 20 out. It was, um, it was pretty awesome. Um, brought a massive smile to myself. I'm sure it did to a lot of us and supporters. Um, it was just, he is a really important person at our club because of the culture I think he creates and the, the joy. And you can see the players. What I noticed too was like when he kicked it, like players on the other side, like on the wing, were like, yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah, and the shots from the bench as well. They all mm. had a big giggle about yep. it. You could see truck mouthing, fuck off. Which <laughs> <laughs> was just great. Um, it's awesome. I think with the year we've had, the guys like that around the club are really important. Really important, but just, I mean, normally you associate that kind of miraculous goal kind of thing with a small. Yep. When you've got, and I mean, he gets caught several times, but if, if he does that once every couple of games and can kick those sorts of goals, no and issues. Every once a couple of games, he's going to take home a lot of cars, Sam. <laughs> you still get a car? Well, I don't know, but that's how I remember it. <laughs> anyway, what a goal. What a goal. Um, and even Eddie Betts was like, I think Eddie Betts said something online, you should get the, you should get the goal here just for the celebration afterwards because <laughs> he's running along and he's just, I think the commentator said, they can't catch him. They can't catch him. No, he got him. faster. It got faster after he kicked it. And then after the game, I noticed that he was still running around Gene, all the crowd up, like, you know, every, all the, the main team stand at the gate ready to go down. They're all waiting for him. He's still running around sort of, yeah! Come on, Sammy, get on with it. <laughs> oh, he's infectious. Uh, I really believe that. I, I love, I'd love for him to have a leadership role in the next few years as he grows into himself, you know, and into his, his sort of style of play. Yeah, him as a vice captain would be amazing. I reckon he's yeah he's awesome in the rooms and mm. that guy. Not just the goal, right? The goal was amazing and all that. But the time of the game it was too. Gold Coast came out that last quarter. And were pretty. They were pushing more than they'd pushed the whole game. Yep. And he went, "Nah, I'm none of this." Yeah, love it. Um, anyway, Essendon 14 19, 103, defeating the Gold Coast Suns 8 7 55. Um, disposals merit 36, 17 of which came in the third quarter, uh, 86% efficiency, 14 score involvements, and nine clearances. Phenomenal game from him. Redmond 34 touches, including nine score involvements and 10 marks. And then McGrath and Shield had 29 each. For the Suns, Miller, 28, 12 of which came in the last quarter. Uh, Anderson, 24, and Lukertius, 22. Uh, in front of the sticks, Stringer, 4, Wright, Draper, of course, Martin and Jones, 2, Durham and Phillips with 1. For the Suns, Chol, Casbolt and Day, 2, Rankin and Lukertius, 1. Worth noting there too, Chol and Casbolt both got their 2 in the first quarter. So, mm. um, Yeah, they, they did too. They, 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 as the did Wright. Four goals they kicked in the first quarter were just to their two forwards. Results were a bit more spread. Yep. I must say too, one quick thing I want to just jump in is um, Nick Martin is continually <laughs> doing it week in and week out with 20 touches and a goal or two. 
Yeah. I think he's nearly at 20 goals for the year and averaging over 20 possessions. That he is has, phenomenal. If, he, if there was no other Nick, if there was no Nick Dacos. He'd be out there. Well, yeah, that's the problem, isn't there? Day, yeah. Dacos has absolutely got it one. Yep. Um, but it's funny you say that. He was overtaken this week by Stringer to be second in our goal kicking. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, Stringer did kick yeah, a few years. Before so the four, enough. Nick Martin was yep. second in the club goal kicking. <laughs> <laughs> he nearly finished comfortably third, though, wouldn't he? Probably, yeah. I didn't look beyond that. But yeah. um, not sure that's a great thing, but great for Rusty. No, well, I think it says a lot about our... our our team, the the you know the the first half of the year, and this probably what we're seeing now in the second half of the year. Mm. How do you um, feel about the vibe of people? There's a lot of um, feedback about us, sort of. Oh, this is all just you know we'll do the same again next year and not win games and blah blah blah. Get all the hopes up and. Um, I'm cautious of it mm. because we've been there. Yep. Um, last year, even we won a lot of games later in the season. It was way more back ended than. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we were two and six last year. Yeah, we were. Yep. Um, I see it a bit more, which is probably a good little uh, segue into a couple of players. And my hype, my positivity comes from Hobbs. Yep. Just a couple of little things he does. He wasn't oh. brilliant by any stretch, but. We did some brilliant he things. Set up, maybe set up two goals. Definitely set up one. I can't remember if the first no, one there was two was or a three. Goal or there was not. a couple of beautiful he kicks got, to Stringer. Yeah, well, half forward, got the ball, so ran in fast, got the yep. ball, did a little pirouette and a handball over the back of his head yep. straight to Caldwell running past. Yep. Amazing. And then a bit later, I think first quarter as well, he balls on half back, burst through the pack, clean as you like, pick yep. up, got the ball going. And we had like four players running into open goal, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was Langers, that, wasn't it? Yep. Clean. But there were two others, one where two, he, he read a ball off the pack, he hit yeah. it, he ran forward and he kicked a little centering kick to Stringer. They went back and kicked the goal. So, look, and I agree. Look, it's moments, it's the little things like that you look for that go, well, In first massive... players, you just want bits. You don't need yeah. to be brilliant. I mean, they can't all be Dacos. Yeah. 40, 40 touches and three goals. <laughs> um, wow. I mean, we've got um, one there. Well, yeah, we'll get to Collingwood later. But yep. it's those little moments of just, one, being clean, two, the fact he was clean at speed is crucial. The only knock on him I've got is his weak foot. He doesn't seem to like. No, well, he's kicking a bit of a letdown. But the other thing I will mention too is he's, I think he's coming fourth or fifth or something like that in our tackling. Like he's had another six tackles on the weekend. So that's a great thing, again, for a first-year player, that, mm. to have that want and desire to tackle. And that's not the first game we've seen bits from him either. It's just no. the couple of those moments were brilliant, not just solid. Yep. Um. Probably should talk about McGrath. Uh, sorry, McGrath. I'll, we'll get to him. Merritt. Merritt. It's quite some game. 36 touches to be 14 score involvements, and he only hit the scoreboard once himself. Um, yep. Nine clearances. Is it? I'll mm-hmm. throw a question at you with yeah, yeah, notice. It. Does Parrish not being in the side work better for Zach Merritt? Um, I think it works better for Caldwell because Caldwell's getting a lot more. Mid-fold. Wasn't my question, Edge. Well, I I I think that something happened to Zach Merritt through the year where he he wasn't getting as, and I don't know if it was the Parish thing because last year, and maybe it was because Shield wasn't in the team, but last year he was getting a lot of centre bounce attendance. So he was that main midfielder. Him and Parish were the two main in the guts guys. 
Mm-hmm. The start of the year, something well, that started that way, but then Merritt was sort of pushed out to more of a wing. Um, and I, I don't know why. I mean, you know, I can't answer that stuff. I'm not in the rooms when they're making these decisions. But really? for whatever reason, that affected his game time. Maybe he was injured. Maybe they were looking for a different balance. Maybe they were trying to get Hobbs in there. Maybe they were trying to get more Perkins in there, mixing things up. And that that's, you know, that's totally understandable. But certainly in the last four or so weeks, he's he's played more of that much more midfield sort of centre bounce attending midfield role, and it's shown that you know what he can do because he's I love his ball use. Like him, him with a half a second and that left foot can really hurt teams. He's such a good decision maker as yeah. well. There was a moment Quick decision Boom. possibly second quarter where he, for all intents, looked trapped mm. in our defensive fifty. He didn't know where to go. He didn't know what to do, and he kind of faffed about for a couple of seconds. Eventually found a kick target, you know, 25 straight ahead. Didn't go sideways. He found that yep. kick up the middle, kept running, got the ball back and set up a score. Just the composure. Well, is not it's, like it's, it's we've looked funny so that too. The other thing I noticed for him too was he's running to get marks and running to get, you know, help players. Like, like there was McGrath it. and um, Kelly and I think Shieldman did it too. Like there was a few moments where you could see we were a bit stuck on a wing or something like that. There were no options, and an Essendon player came out of the you know out of the angle of the camera shot, sprinting away from their player to just give them an option. They got a little short kick, which gave another short kick, which got us out of that little hole. Whereas at the start of the year, that wasn't happening. You know, again, I can't um, explain why we were just bombing it long, and that was not working. Yeah, no, it really wasn't. Um, we still bombed it a little bit, but but we're bombing it from eighty out, so we're hitting about yeah. forty. But Instead what we of we're bombing all that though, yeah. is change angle, yeah, which creates space and does all yeah. that. And I mean, it's a very different side to the one. Even that Sydney game was only the first Sydney game. It was only seven weeks ago or thereabouts. Yeah, that side's come a long way since then. Um, is it confidence? Because they they look like they're system, willing to take the game bit. on now. Yeah, maybe that's all that they needed, just a bit of license to... And it's evident in Hind and Redmond, who I want and to talk Redmond, about next, yeah, yeah. that they've just got a bit of license to run. And well, Redmond, uh, Redmond coming off that half-back line at a centre bounce, there was one where he hit full pace going past the midfield. I can't remember who it was who shot out a handball. And that I don't, that was not happening. No. Um, commentators were pissing me off because they kept mentioning the same thing over and over again like why the forwards come off the ground they must have heard that 50 times but one thing they kept saying a lot was they're just they're in Heinz I can't remember what it was now he's in his chemtrails they're stuck in his in his wake they couldn't get near him and mm-hmm. he just they mentioned it five six seven eight times because he's just constantly gut running yeah off, off back <clears throat> And the other thing too, like, is too something has has changed. I reckon in the fact that our matchups down, or not matchups, but our lineup down back, Kelly's playing much more of a one-on-one. Like the, he's got a target. It's usually a smaller. Like it, this week it was Rankin. Uh, the week before it was um, Cameron. The week before that against Sydney, it was was it Heaney and a little bit of Papley. But he's really yeah, focusing yeah. on a play. Like whereas. Earlier in the year, he was playing on talls. He was playing on shorts. He was moving around. He was playing loose. He was, you know. So does that I, come down? Something's a bit changed too. in that role because it looks like Heppel's gone more to the wing, which has left him there to play that role. Does that come down to BZT a little bit as well? Well, we, probably BZT's now holding guy. down talls. 
a big solid guy there that lets Kelly roll. You can leave BCT by himself too in a defender. And he's making really good decisions, you know, like reading the play. There was a moment with Sam Day. They tried to kick it to Sam. BZD got in front of it, you know, got into a good position and took the mark. There was one, uh, I think, third quarter that... This is what's actually really impressive, is that we're making good decisions constantly. Every time I can remember one of our players making the decision to come off his man, it worked. They impacted the contest. And BZT did one where he got absolutely crunched. Mm. But he made the right call. Yep, and Redmond did one too, where he left a man and gave a big crunch on a tackle. Yep. Oh, is that where he absolutely destroyed? Yeah. Him? Yes, that was. And then game. helped him back up. Yeah, fair enough. Um, that was a phenomenal tackle. Um, no, so, so some things click, and I think those sort of things, those decisions, are about confidence. You're having, you're getting more confident in what you you know you can do and you can get away with. Um, whereas at the start of the year, we were just being sliced and diced by any team that wanted to go forward, and we just did not know how to defend. Sliced and diced like Sammy Draper. Yep. Sliced and he diced him. Much better than it's much better expression in this term than what Sammy. He didn't what? slice and dice. No. He, just, he didn't entice either. He didn't entice. He just pushed one was, guy away and kicked a goal. It's an awful commentary. If anyone out there in the world oh. of where we're talking to has radio commentary for that goal, I'd be very interested. Is does anyone think that um, what's Dwayne? Does anyone like him as a commentator? Put up your hand because I personally I find him one of the worst. Yeah, he's not great. I don't like him and I don't, can't stand Jared Healy, who we were both yeah. on. Yes, um, and Dermy, they usually put the three of them together, especially well, no in GWS you know who, or Hawthorne games. You know who saved the day yesterday? Who? Sarah Jones. Sarah Jones, as always, yeah. And I don't he's mind awesome. Eddie. He's, he's a bit quiet. He's all right. He, yeah, they need to, they need to turn up his mind. microphone. Yeah. I can't hear him half the time. He's got great content. He struggles with yeah. the delivery a bit, but he's got yeah. good content. Um, but, yeah, Sarah Jones, get her on commentary. She's great. And she's Essendon. Which helps. Um, the other two I really want to talk about in terms of game changers. Mm-hmm. McGrath started phenomenally. Eleven touches in the first quarter was absolutely everywhere. Awesome. I reckon he had ten of them in the first ten minutes. Very much like that St Kilda game, he blitzed it at the first. Yep. Really set the tone for the game. Yeah, uh, eleven marks for Pidge too, which is pretty pretty impressive. Yep. Eight score involvements. Um, there was one moment where he was in really thick traffic and he just danced. A little dance, yep. He danced his way out. It's beautiful to watch. I said that about him and I've said that about Shield. It's a little, not mm-hmm. their Licks entire feet. play, but their ability to sidestep and move like that is Chris Judd. He was the... Yeah. I'll it. tell you what, Shield's got pace that I haven't seen before. So there was one moment in the centre bounce where he just ran away from them without a worry. Yep. And, and Gold Coast aren't slow midfielders. Um, and on Shield, if I can, mm. just reel off a few of his stats. So 29 touches, seven clearances for him, um, five tackles, I think it was. Yep, five tackles, nine inside 50s. And Did he have a shot, though? No, we well, could have had a shot a couple of times. I don't mind being selfless. Oh, no, no, I'd like to the see The first one, he kicked have a pin. I think. The second mm. one, he did the right thing. It just, just, just went over Pete's head. Yeah. Oh, just missed by a lot. That'd be nice, because we're in a good mood with Dill yep. at the moment. Um but it's just the pace that he hits the ball and he's gone. Yep. That's it. He's so often. But I wouldn't mind it if they said to him, look, mate, feel free to have a ping at those ones. When you're coming inside 50, just have a lefty and see what happens. Unless he's got that Peter Wright option. He just missed the kick. That was just a skill error. If you've got that option, yeah, go for it. But if not, don't. I don't think Peter Wright would feel too badly burnt if that sails through over your head. 
when you've got five meters on your opponent, I reckon you might. But oh. he kicked that lovely goal against Carlton, set shot from fifty plus. Mm. He can kick him. I don't yeah. know about on the run. Maybe he's just dead and he can't get the distance. But well, it, it, but to go back to that earlier point about uh, merit and his um assists, it's one of our probably weaknesses with our midfielders is that we don't have a lot of mid like Shield, Parish, and Merritt. And Caldwell kick a lot of goals. Don't kick a lot of goals. So I, I guess my point there is that we, we shield that he maybe he should start trying to ping a few. But is just that Rusty be, Martin now though? I don't think Could Rusty he Martin's be going to become a gun midfielder that kicks. Not gun mid, but he's a mid that kicks goals or a winger. Yeah, mm. he's thereabouts. Langer's had three points too. Would you, here's another question without um, without notice. Without, yep, my yep. favourite kind. Yep, Stringer. Mm. Would we say now that I, we prefer him more forward and less mid because of the other mids we have that can yes. go in and do his role? I think if you're trying to make an impact, you know, start of a quarter or something, chuck him in the guts. If you're down and you need yeah. something phenomenal, miraculous, then yep. yep, chuck him in there. If not, just get him around the ball in the forward line. Yeah, and because you've got Hobbs and Perkins when he's back. Yeah. They're the sort of guys I think that bring in a little bit of difference in the midfield. You know, Hobbs is... Like, give him another year or two, and he's gave me a bit of a bull in there. Caldwell's doing a great, great tagging role. And on that, I, I, you know, I don't know if we go to anyone at, I don't know if we actually have to go to Nick Dacos at let's, Collingwood for the upcoming game, but there's no one that, that jumped out of me, Collingwood, that you chase. Let's save that for the end. Mm-hmm. We talk about the next week at the end. Um, but Caldwell's being like, so the, the the stringer thing, he's not really required in there at the moment. And he's so valuable forward that, you know, because of his forward craft, like he leads at the ball a lot. He's a beautiful kick from outside, you know, like from 45, 50 out, he can kick a nice ball. He's, he's crafty. He's dangerous. He can crumb, you know, I just, for me, he becomes a permanent forward now. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I said, unless you need the, you desperate Point of difference for basically. Some yeah. Yeah. I'm all for that. Um, I want to talk briefly about the ruck situation because I reckon tactically we we did that incredibly well. Obviously Draper, two goals, and that, that, beautiful that, marks that goal. And, mm. um, Phillips with a goal as well. One of the more hilarious marks I've ever seen. Oh, leave him alone, you bully. Yeah, he just about harbour bridged it backwards, I reckon. Um, but Wits had thirty-four hitouts, which is more than Draper twenty-three and Phillips thirteen. But mm-hmm. Chol, who did ruck for a little bit, had no hit outs. Really? Yep. And wow. you were saying this to me today during our little lunch chat. Sam and I have lunch We together. were <laughs> clearly Phillips on wits. Yep. Crashing and bashing. And then letting Draper get the advantage over Chol. Mm. Or Dave, who was the other It was guy. really smart. There's another thing too in the last five or so weeks is tactically we've been much better than we had early mm-hmm. in the year, like tagging, or we'll call it tagging, um, like going playing the two Ruckman the way we did, um, like Kelly sticking to a man, like even Guelphie playing particular roles. Oh, Guelph, 10 tackles. Yeah, 10 tackles. But he's been playing particular roles. Like you can see something's changed in his role too. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and working. it's working really Four well for touches, him. 10 tackles. Mm. Take he's that been one of our list. best five or six players the last four weeks easily. And 92% efficiency too for Guelph. Yep. Um, just but, get Braden Ham out of the place. <laughs> he's only the sub. Um, back on the rucks. Wits is top, certainly top five ruckman. He's the most hit outs in the AFL. Um, very good ruckman that 
we he did win the hitouts, but he really didn't have the impact he normally does. No. That's down he, to the midfield as well. Yep. But I think tactically the Rucks, whatever we did, which was identifying the matchups that work better for us, and that is the benefit of having two recognised Ruckmen that we harped on about at the start of the season. Um, and I will jump forward to Collingwood just for a second. It'll be interesting if... Oh, you're allowed. Yeah, I'm allowed. I'm the host. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting if, 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 if Grundy comes back this week and if they keep Cameron and play that in the same way or how they manage that or if Cox goes out and Cameron plays forward. Um, because right now our ruck is somewhere we're really... Yeah, it's a threat to other teams. Benefiting from, not just because yeah. Draper can kick phenomenal goals. Because again, in this example, if you're talking Collingwood as they are now, you'd charge Phillips to go against Cox. We well, might even go Draper against Cox as a real mess up. And Cameron, then he's not really a threat to us because if it's Draper or Phillips, either of them can take him in the centre bounces. Yeah. I think the, the strength for uh, Cameron would come as a forward. Yeah, but BZT, BZT's not... playing well enough to, to be yeah. pretty decent yeah. against him not really something Wits does a lot of kick goals. Collingwood's a big threat if they throw Cox forward and and they go in with the three tools because we can kind of you can handle Cox no doubt he'll probably if I say that he'll kick 10 you know like he'll have a day out against us. Do you know, do you know what's been really good for my, my mental health and these players and what this sounds that? stupid because of what's happened with Collingwood social media yeah. seriously Ginevan's not a cockhead <laughs> He's just misunderstood. Mason Cox is a really nice dude. He's just a flog on the football field. <laughs> it's great. Get around him. Not really, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't hate them quite as much, but I still don't want Mason Cox kicking bags against us. Because no, I don't want that either. Something about Americans in sport. They just have that swagger. Well, they have the swagger when well, it's not required. Yeah, well, true. Um, I'm going to, before we keep going on Collingwood, I need mm-hmm. to get to the Willie Dick Who Am I? Um. So, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm ready. Ready. I'm not, I'm not I'm overly ready. happy with this one, but you're not overly happy with it. Well, I went. I can tell you that I went to the first time we played Gold Coast, and I tried to pick a player. But do you remember the first time we played Gold Coast? We blogged him, didn't we? Wasn't that yeah, some and who, who kicked all the goals? Kyle was, it wasn't Remus, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Kyle Remus. So Isn't I'm he not, the one that got us in all the trouble? Yeah. Well, he started it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Am I on Carl freaking? Carl Remus is my first guess. No, wrong. Um, for six, six points, for six points through the big sticks, I debuted for Essendon in 2010, playing just the last three games of that season. In 2010, <clears throat> yes. So that means he's, he's 12 years. He could be still playing, but he might be at the end of his career. Uh, Michael Hurley. Solid guess, but he did play in 2009, so no. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that, actually. You know I don't know if he debuted in 09, but I know he played in 09 because he destroyed the Hawks in the game that got us into the finals that year, which we lost to Adelaide by 100 points, but don't tell anyone that. Um, mm-hmm. For five points, haven't seen any guesses come through the chat, um, I played 57 games for Essendon. Not many. Um, You don't have to guess again. I'll give yeah, you. Yeah, no, but I like to, Sam. I like to at least try and say a player's name. Um, Rand Hurley, um, Gumbleton. I don't know. I always go to Gumbleton. You do, but not Gumbleton. Um, 
for four points. I backed up my debut season with 20 games in 2011, kicking 34 goals. 2011, kicking 34 goals. Uh, that's decent. Um, it's gettable for you now. It's a very generous four points. Yeah, point. I should know that. So he's nearly a leading goal kicker would have been in 2011. A lot of goals for us in 2011. It's 11 years ago, man. I don't expect you to remember that. <laughs> what was that? It's 11 years ago. I don't expect anyone just to know that off the top of their head. Yeah, I don't know. Go. All right. For three points, I wore the number 12 before Mark Bagley took over the number in 2014. Well, and I will well. say, I did not know he wore the number 12. This really surprised me. Wasn't Welsh? No, Welsh played more games than that. Um, I would say Welsh was before this particular person. Yeah. Um, 12. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Just go with no, it. No. If it's in your head, just say it. Well, it starts with P, but I can't think of it. No, no, no. So I haven't seen a correct guess from the chat. So um, pretty poor showing from you lot, but are here. Um... Uh, yes, so for two points. After leaving Essendon, I spent four years at the Western Bulldogs and finally one at Geelong. Stuart Caramiri. Yes, it was Stuart Caramiri. Ramiri, who was from Maryborough. Yes, his parents owned a... One of ten. The, yeah, I remember that as a mm. highlight before. I used to drive to Maryborough on my way home from oh, yes. Bendigo. It's a cool story. Um, yeah, I didn't know he wore number 12. Yeah, I, I probably did have. He was 40, 45, whatever it was. Yeah, true. I do remember that. I remember that. I don't, didn't not remember. It was an interesting trade out because I quite liked him. And he was he left because of the drug scandal thing, or did he um, leave another reason? We'll never know. Yeah. Um, he did. He was at the Bulldogs in 2016 when they won a flag, but yep, it was but not couldn't play. available. Poor bastard. Yeah, that sucks. But I've often thought it. that if it's that decision's perfect. overturned, does he sue the bloody AFL for the fact that he probably could have been playing in the grand final? Could have been a premiership player, yeah. He was a perfect third tall, really. Oh, very him. Drake Stringer-like, but without the sort of miraculous, unreal, flair. stupid fist. But, but great lead-up, beautiful kick, strong. Remember that was one... He, Oh, he was so fast too. There was one game where he ran back towards goal and just outran everyone. Yeah, he was quick for his size. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the one point clue, if you're curious, I am Stuart. Oh, yeah. Now, did he come out of the draft like the mid-season sort of draft? I don't. He wasn't a really under eighteen draft. You ask follow-up questions. Um, well, I like Stuart Cramery. He was one of my favourites. Yeah, same. I, I enjoyed him. Hmm. Um, Stuart Cremieri was the pick number 43 in the 2009 rookie draft. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, draft. And he was drafted from the Bendigo Bombers. Oh, the Bendigo Bombers! See, I would have watched, I would used to go watch them play at Bendigo when I lived there. It's one of my favorite all time sort of things to yell out at the football back to Bendigo. Can't <laughs> say it anymore. Or if it they're was really awesome. shit, I guess you could go back to Bendigo, but they're defunct. It was quite awesome actually living in Bendigo and get, being able to go and just watch the, the, watch the, the some of the AFL players yeah. playing down at, um, oh, what's the name of the Oval down there? Um, Bendigo. I played Oval. cricket on it. Did you make any runs? Of course not. <laughs> You're shit at cricket, aren't you? I wasn't shit. That's harsh, but <laughs> it wasn't very good. Let's all be honest. Don't see you making 50s in a grand final. Oh, um, God. Once. There. Yeah, once. One from one. That's all I need. 
uh, if I can just digress to the VFL very quickly before yep. we talk about the Collingwood game. Yep. I'm assuming that's it from, from uh, today. Look, I, I probably would wrap up by saying how impressed I've been with a lot of our players. Like, it's really hard. We we tried to do our best best top three in our votes before. Yes. And there's guys in there that are just are playing such good football at the moment. And just so happy to be watching that. Like I went into, I've been going into the last few games hoping we kind of lose because of draft picks is where my mind's at. And we've, to watch we've the way we've definitely we changed now to let's win every game possible, right? Well, I just want to beat Collingwood actually, to be honest. I don't care about, probably Richmond as well. Um, no, I don't care about North. They can beat well, us. So now they they've won. A priority pick. Well, now they've won. I'm less worried about the priority pick. Yep. Um, so it's just been great to see. And, and, you know, back to that Draper moment. Just the joy in the players, because I reckon it would have been a really hard year for the start of the year. Yeah, and and I don't think football should be like that. I think you should enjoy it. And look, we're the first ones to say we can be a bit shit as supporters. Hmm. Because we can get pretty pissed off and pretty frustrated because there's a lot of emotion in us too. Like we're, you know, we're long-suffering. Hey? Well, I'm long-suffering. You're not. You've seen success. I've seen success, yeah. But yeah. But anyway, so I think that that's for me. It's just... A, and I know people are saying, oh, it's just, you know, we'll do the same thing next year. Yeah, we well, might start pulling. Let's give them a chance. Let's give them a chance to see what happens. Like, you can't just keep going, oh, that's what's happened in the past, so that'll keep happening in the future. That that doesn't... Look, you've, every other football club has success at some... So I'm sure we'll turn it around. Every dog has their day. Look at Sydney. And yeah, and I'm telling you, like the the youth in this club uh, and the quality of that youth is phenomenal. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'll wrap up too, just by saying we should have won that by 100 points. We were inaccurate oh, yeah. a lot in the second half, in particular. Gold Coast, little bit of a grain of salt because they were shite. They were. Like, sh- that, that they was did sh- not like, offer a honest. Yelp for the third quarter. We had the ball locked in our forward half, which is great from us, but. Yep. You got to and they kicked it. a couple of goals early in that third quarter. I thought, oh, here we go. Yeah, they could well, be up took for it. Visibly just went like, fuck this. I'm going yeah. and going hard. Yep. But, you know, the Draper goal and we... I'll tell you what, I'll try but, and get him out of that club and get him there. And he's a great player. I think he's I just re-signed. He is a great player, but I yeah. hope he stays at Gold Coast. He could win a Brownlow. Sake. He could be very big favourite in this year's Brownlow. He's certainly done he's not such, much wrong. Such a bull. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, I think we could have won that by 100 points. Probably should have won it by at least 10, 12 goals. Yep. But I have faith now. And that's yeah, all that I doesn't worry me. I have faith. Um, VFL, bit of a heartbreaker. Um, yeah. But Hurley got through. Hurley got through, only played a half. So Gold Coast kicked a goal, 28 and a half minutes, and then 32 minutes to yep. win by three points. Yeah. But um, Jimmy Stewart kicked four goals, mm-hmm. um, putting a bit of pressure on possibly Jones, who played okay. <clears throat> Good to have pressure on selection. Yeah, it's interesting that switch. Obviously, they're over that backline time for him. It's all Reed now. Reed's the depth, if not BZT. Like, there's yeah, well, that's right. Which is great. I reckon that's great. Yeah, Uh, I'm all for play the kids for Jones, but you still got to have pressure on spots. So that's good. And Paddy Voss. I love Um, Paddy Voss. Four goal, four goal first half. I might add. And he ended up. Have you seen him? He's a bull. He's a bull. Yeah, Uh, kicked one of the goals of the year from all reports. I've only seen one video, and it was a pretty shirty angle. And Jai was pretty good too, wasn't he? Jai kicked one. But uh, reports were he was pretty good too. What's exciting about that? Ambrosio kicked that, a goal too. So. Yeah, they played him up forward. They were experimenting. Just they wanted to see if his skills would be useful there. Found that fascinating. Um, he can kick. You know that um, 
I'll tell you what's good though, and I, Gold Coast probably if I look on the VFL or on the bottom or something like that. No, Gold Coast VFL eleventh out of twenty-one teams. We are seventeenth. But we seem to be a lot more competitive in the last several. Again, following on from our AFL yep. form, the VFL form seems to be it lifting across, doesn't it? And you can see that the better quality of players are coming through in the VFL, and we're seeing some good young kids getting some good quality time in there. Um, and I, I think that this is all pushing towards that right direction. I, I just think it's all momentum. I had, I had extreme faith in Truck at the start of the year, and that's wavered throughout the it year. Wavered strongly, but I'm back on the. He's the man. I don't want Clarkson. I just say the course. I, I, I know that sounds stupid. People go, "He's the best coach out there," and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but but we believe that Truck can do it. So you just, yep. you can't sack a bloke after two years. Um. Uh, just quickly, I want to throw a little cool fact at you before we move on to the Collingwood game. And this okay. is a cool fact, okay? And people listening... It's physical. Probably, I hope it's not about you, Sam. Probably know this already. When You remember when Carmichael Hunt kicked the goal after the siren oh. to beat Richmond? Yeah. Oh, joyous moment that was. The week later, North Melbourne beat Richmond by four points. No. This was in 2012. No. This year, 2022... No. Uh, who was it? Noah Anderson kicks a goal after the yep. siren to beat Richmond. Win by two points. The week later, Richmond lose to North Melbourne no. by four points. No. That's fucking freaky. What happened the week after that? I don't know, but... We should research that and put a bet on it. That's insane. <laughs> that is, that is very amazing. Goal after the siren, that would be unique enough. Then to, to lose to the same team by the same amount. The next week. That's freaky. pretty amazing. We live in a simulation. I'm going to find out what happened the week after that. You will never convince me otherwise. Um, <laughs> it's gases too. And the designers got really lazy. I will just repeat that program from just a few years paste. ago. Just play that one oh, again. Does that mean we get another drug saga? No. Um, <laughs> um, right. Collingwood, Sunday, 3.20 at the MCG. I will be there. We do have hosts before we talk about Collingwood. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 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 Do you want to host? I mean, I don't want to take over your job or anything. <laughs> It's on the next page of my little sheet. All right, I forgot it was there. <laughs> Come on, Sammy, lift. Um, pretty hard one. <clears throat> Again, I conferred well, with the hard. AFL coaches' votes because it helps me. Um, so three to merit. Three to merit was un like that was a given for me. The next yep. were hard. Redmond two, Shield one, McGrath very unlucky in that. Um, but that's who I gave them to. Yeah, so I went merit, um, McGrath and Redmond. No, you did. Yeah, no arguments. No, look, I I I love the McGrath when he's playing like that in that first quarter and that last quarter. And look, you know, Redmond faded in a little bit out, out too. Shear was brilliant. Um, Hind was brilliant. I mean, you know, it, it's hard not to pick those ones. But McGrath for me, I really feel like he sets the tempo for the team when he plays like he, that. Does he? He did early in the game, and I, I really feel that like in the St Kilda game, and then he was injured the week after that. He's a real. Just, you know, and that's maybe the leadership of him, you know, like, come on, boys, this is how we're playing today. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, no arguments. I just, mm. he had like three and four touches in the second and third quarter. So I just yep. left him out for that reason alone. But he was very good. Prick. <clears throat> um, well, you left Sheila out. You're a prick. Right. had that. more possessions than she. Oh, no, they had the same. They had the same plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. That's it. I'm gone. Sheila did it more. I don't know. All right. Uh, pies. Now I'm just having a look. Actually, Brody Grundy is still apparently two weeks away, okay, so we won't have to worry about that. Darcy so Moore first of all, I'm going to ask you ins and outs for the game. 
well, Darcy Moore's a test for them. Um, for look, there is a no-brainer if Perkins is fit. Perko for Snelling. I don't want to harp on too much about negatives, but Snelling was crap and did not give us anything. So, how come? Quick question: How come Snelling can't kick thirty-five meters? I don't know. I can kick that far. Surely an AFL footballer can kick that far. It was a pretty disappointing set shot. Like it didn't make the distance. Yeah, I can't kick much more than that, but I can kick more <laughs> than that. Um, <laughs> You yeah, have to be straight though, Sam. I've seen you kick beautiful straight balls. Thank you. Um, balls just put balls. a set of big sticks in front of me, and I can't kick the shit. But forty thousand people cheering at you. Probably then I can't kick the shit. A little bit of wee might come out. Yeah, you twenty <laughs> meters away. No worries. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Changes. That's it. If Perko's fit, which yep. according to what I'm looking at, he's one week, so he's a chance. Mm. Um. That's really it. There's no need for Stewart to come in despite the form. There's no need for Voss no. to come in despite the form. There's no real need. Oh, for, uh, the Voss thing in. I wouldn't be against if they dropped Snelling. Other than Snelling. If it's Snelling for Perkins. Yeah, but it's just Snelling. Like if, uh, look, I, I for one would be on the view that Snelling gets dropped. His form in the last three weeks since he's yes. come back he has been atrocious and he needs to go back and find that in the VFL. He cannot keep playing. He's not good enough to play AFL at that crappy level. Like he's not a guy that can get away with you know, like a stringer who can just still kick two goals without much of a hassle, you know, without much doing else. Yep. He's not doing that. So I would say drop him. And I wouldn't be a, afraid of giving Voss a game. If not Perkins. Though. Perkins is number one. Of course, if, if Perkins, but Perkins, if Perkins not fit, then I'd give Voss a game. Yeah. Uh, the other concern was, he got crunched early on. Was it Hobbs? Oh, Hobbs with his shoulder. So that that could be, he might be an out. the game, but. Um, he looked very ginger. Like you could see he was a bit. Mm. So, yeah. Um, for Collingwood, I don't think they've got a lot to worry about coming out of their game. Um, if I can just find this. When did they play? Here we go. Uh, Dacos is obviously the concern. 40 touches and three goals off the back of pretty similar stats the week before. Mm. Do we, does damaging. Caldwell go to him on the half-back line and play as a half-forward? And then say you send, depending if Hobbs is all right, does he play more midfield or does, if Perkins comes in, does he play more midfield? Keep or, going. Caldwell's goes and play a tagging defender role. Keep going with what works. I don't think it's a tag. It's not a heavy tag. But no, no, no. But it's a restriction. And it's working for us. So, yeah, by all means, keep going with it. Because, well, either that, whoever, like if it's Guelphie or whoever, we have to put, and I, I would hope that after the last three or four weeks, of, as I said about the comment about, you know, our coaching seems to be better, but we have to put effort into to Dacos and Pendlebury, really. And I think you can shut Collingwood down, personally. I think that's their, they're their go-tos. If you can keep them under 20 possessions, those two guys, you will shut the whole team down. Mm. Uh, we were talking today as well. We need to be uh, aware. All oh, right Aware of Ginevan and the tackling and what he's mm. going to do. He made a good point that, just don't tackle him and see what he does. Well, uh, I saw some videos really interesting about one, one, in one of the games where someone sort of let him, like, because he's really looking for the tackle. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, he's the thing. He's not contact. getting, like, he's picking up the ball. He's not handballing it out or anything. He's just looking for the tackle. And one of the players didn't tackle him and he fell forward and then he sort of tackled him then and then got pinned. Yeah. Pinged. Smart. Very yeah. difficult. Thing to You're do not going to do that every time. Pressure of a game. But, that, but it says something about that. his mindset. Between that and just we have to be effective in our tackling. Yep. Go go low, go hard. 
go for the footy. Yeah, yeah. Get over the ball, you'll get the free kicks. Pretty much every other play, go low and tackle well. Yeah, but it's something we just need to be aware of. And yep. previously, not so much this week and last week, but before that, Kelly was one that would worry me in that sort of scenario, just a bit yep. sloppy. Um, when you've got BZT, Ridley and Laverde are all big guys, naturally they're going to probably tackle a bit higher on him than others. Yep. Just be aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what I mean, I... I think he's. I think it, you need to be aware that he kicked five goals against us last time, personally, and, mm, and let's just, not give him space to do that again. These are because I, I really don't think they're forward. Like I don't know Collingwood's last few scores. But I know that I've struggled. Well, you know they beat Adelaide and North. Was it? Yeah, so the they last just two scraped weeks. past North. Yeah, they've just scraped past Gold Coast by five points. They've just scraped past North by seven, and now they've just scraped past Adelaide. By five, yeah. so they've so won they're, eight they're, in a row, which is good, obviously. But they're not being but, convincing. Where, no, and where the last they, three teams we've just mentioned there are Gold Coast, who look up and down, and then two bottom teams in Adelaide and North Melbourne. So and they're not say, like they've been swinging against big, big boys. Despite the fact they've won eight straight on form, we're actually the better side at the moment. Who we beaten? Brisbane, St Kilda, Sydney. And Gold Coast. That's a decent run of teams to beat. Yeah, yeah. St. So, Kilda, Sydney, yeah, and Brisbane and Gold Coast, yeah. yeah. Um, could I have the tip, your tip, please? Well, I'm going to tip us, obviously. Um, I Look, I'll go into this game not caring again because if the, the positive here is if we lose, we you know, to draft, draft picks, pick. I'll, yep. I'll be excited by that. And if we win, well, you know, nothing wrong with being Collingwood. Nothing at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely nothing. There's no negative that comes out of a Collingwood victory for us. So, so. Uh, margin, please. Uh, 41. Jesus. Yeah. They got that's, nothing on us. That's like me territory of unreal. Yeah, I know. What? I'm up and about, Sammy. Um, I'll tip us also, only because I think that's not we're, we're just due to beat Collingwood. And I just think it's going to be a big crowd, big day. We got a bit of swagger, and I hope to Christ it continues. Can I put in a complaint to the AFL though. Essendon by seventeen. Go what? Why? Why is this three thirty, four thirty Sunday games? What have we yeah, done wrong? Who did we? Who did we sleep with? <laughs> who did we? No, we had that run of Friday from... night games, so we, you know, just paint our. Juice. Yeah, but well, so our next few games are like Sunday three twenty, four forty. 210, yeah, that's not bad. 440, and then the last game is to be announced. Like that. The last one's at midnight. What a shit show. So that'd be awesome if we game at midnight. Imagine yeah, that. Cool. Yeah, I'd be drunk. Woo! I'd be tired. I'd be asleep in the stands. Yeah, but... I'd have a little nappy before. Um, I better read some comments before they all disappear on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Hind, Hobbs is as tough as nails. Love him. He's our big body midfielder and keep him yep. in the middle. When Perkins comes back, put him on the wing. I prefer Perko half forward, mid, but yeah, wing. Yeah, yeah. Well. Um, Phil Truck has given the halfbacks a license to run. Absolutely, Hind and Redmond are killing it. Well, I wonder if that's also because of guys like BZT, as you're saying, and Laverde yeah. have been really strong, and Kelly have been really strong and defending well down there. Uh, yep. Phil also on our conversation about Stringer in the midfield that he's a bailout option for centre bounces. Yep. Not that term. A um, couple of guesses for the old who am I? Weren't even um, right. Sorry? 
No, Any of them right? no, no, no. Uh, we had a Gleason, a Carlisle, and a Melksham, and a Comma. Oh, yeah, Comma. Like, with the K, yeah. I mean, uh, Jeffrey Mar agrees that. with you. McGrath plays like a leader. Hmm. Thanks, Jeff. I just had to check his name was Jeff because I said Jeffrey. It didn't compute in my head. That's the same name. <laughs> I shortened it, Sam. <laughs> oh, you're a worry. Uh, Phil's tipped Essendon by 17. Hey, I tipped Essendon by 17. Didn't Don't I? you, Phil? I trust you more than Sam. I bet you know more. And Murray, Murray's here. He missed out, he missed, missed out on the Who Am I, Muzz? But that's all right. Uh, Essendon by 10. So, Come on, boys. Come on. It's all round. 40 points. Positivity. He's just unheard of. Run away in the last quarter. Yeah, Right to kick quarter. six. Team. <laughs> <laughs> just takes the Coleman by storm with six. Yeah, he takes the Coleman. <laughs> I'd be very happy. Um, still pretty happy with the fact he's kicked, what, 42 goals this year? Yeah, sounds about right. Still fifth or sixth in the Coleman. And realistically, he's going to kick 50-plus goals by the end of the year, which... If he can somehow scrape through to 55-60, that's a really good result. I'll I'll take 50-plus. I'll take 50. Seriously, the start of the year, or two years ago when we picked him up, would we have said, oh, he's a 50-plus goal kicker? We would have hoped. We wouldn't have expected. How how do you reckon... um, What's the coach of Gold Coast? What's his name? Jew. Jew feels about that one. Like, not playing him at all year... And then you I watch think... him kick 30 goals one year and now nearly 50 in the next year. You're going, well, maybe we got that one wrong. Yeah, and this year's been impressive because he's been so consistent. Yeah. He but had one little run nothing... where he was a bit shit and that was it. There's nothing special we've done. He's obviously had the talent. All we've done is given him the confidence to do it, like playing week in and week yeah, out. Week, he's yeah. like, he marks well, he kicks well. There's not much. Like, he could have been doing that at Gold Coast. He could have been doing that instead of, um, what's his name from Carlton that they got playing there? Yeah, Levi. Yeah, Levi. and Levi's look been good. I'm not going to take that away. But you'd have a 25 year old doing it instead yeah. of like a 32 or three, whatever Levi Caswell would be. Yeah, and I think they put all their all their little eggs in the king, mm, king basket. In the king basket. Yeah, you need a bit of depth. You need but if you had King club. and Wright, wow, and Chol, yeah, and Chol, okay. wow, that is three unreal forwards. Yes. Um, one last comment, and then we'll wrap up. Phil, I want to get everyone calling Harry Jones the Wizard. Can we, get can we roll with that? Harry Potter, I'm guessing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do it. The Wiz, can we call it? No, we can't call him The Wiz. It was somebody else called The Wiz. That was Jeffrey Farmer, wasn't it? I don't know. Sounds like he's yeah, from relate, Melbourne, though. wasn't he? The Wiz? I'm sure. Was that The Wiz? Yeah, it's a diff- different meaning, anyway, altogether. All right, we, we can but roll I think with he was that. called The Wiz because he was short for The Wizard. Okay. Uh, we can roll with that, The Wizard, The Wizard, Harry Jones. Um, if we forget by next week, I apologize. But Wouldn't we call him um, Indiana? It was Farmer. Or Henry? Indiana Jones, yeah, lame. Look, the people are asking the wizard, so we'll call him the wizard. Rusty Indiana Martin Jones didn't take is... off. I, the day I hear someone call Rusty Martin, Rusty Martin at the football will be the happiest day of my life. <laughs> It'll be me standing next year. Go, yeah. Rusty! Other than you. Oh, right. Um, really love that to take off. So just if you're listening and you go yeah, to the football wizard. on Sunday, just call him Rusty. If I hear it, I'll... I'll perk up, no pun intended, and I'll be very happy. Yeah. And then we'll shout out, go wizard. Go the whiz. Yeah, yeah, just didn't by accident. Okay. Uh, anything else from you? It's been a long one tonight. Um, no, well, it's just 
again, I often talk about this, Sam, and I think this is a good thing for men to talk about, the emotional connection or the emotional state of being a football supporter. And I'm up and about. I'm happy with the world when we're winning. Yep. It's um... And I, to be honest, I don't care when the fucking things happen as long as we win. Like, seriously, end of the year, start of the year, who gives a shit? We're winning. Yeah, winning is the best. Yep. I really would love to just be next year now. I'm really excited for round one next year to just... Either be really disappointed. Um, I'll or be, be really nervous excited. as shit at yeah, next be year. Very nervous. Nervous. Give us. Oh, we won't get Carlton in round one. Never mind. No, we won't get Carlton. We or hopefully Carlton. won't play freaking Geelong, Brisbane, and Melbourne in the first. Well, that is the weeks. other benefit. As long as we're in the bottom <laughs> six, we'll get a bit of a softer draw too, which isn't great come finals, but it's nice for winning games of football. And, and and on that, like we need to just reflect back on that. We did play Geelong, Brisbane, Melbourne, Dockers. Collingwood dogs in the first, you know, they were the first like six, seven games. Yeah. They're yeah, all it was a now, tough run. one of them, except the dogs are the only team not in the eight. Mm. So, and that's basically the top four was the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. So, like, just we need to sort of step back and go that we wouldn't have won those games anyway. You know, like, we we're just really, really shit in them, which is the yeah, bit that's we the struggle concern. with. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, that was awesome again, us. as always, Sammy. Yes, thank you to those here live on Facebook, uh, Glory and Fame Don Pod, if you're interested, 7.30 on Mondays. Otherwise, if you're listening on YouTube, Apple or Spotify, we appreciate you just the same. And go the bloody Dons and go bloody Sam Draper. Go the